Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Breaking overnight, one person is dead after another shooting here in the Queen City. The latest happening on Wilkinson Boulevard at a gas station. CMPD says a man was pronounced dead on scene shortly after 1230 this morning. No word on a suspect at this time, but this is just the third deadly shooting in a span of 10 hours. Police investigating two other shootings in West Charlotte and Steel Creek. Overnight, we've learned a suspect is in custody after a shooting on Country House Street. For the latest on all three of these shootings, be sure to have the WCNC Charlotte mobile app. In just hours, polls are set to open in Mecklenburg County. Early voting for the March 5th primary begins today. And from waiting in line to casting your ballot, election officials behind the scenes are working tirelessly to make sure your vote is safe and secure. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards is live for us this morning. And Destiny, election officials say preparing for days like this, really, it's a year-round job. Yeah, for election workers in Mecklenburg County, the job isn't limited to election day or even an election year. It's really an ongoing process to make sure everything runs smoothly and every vote counts. If exercising the right to vote is one's civic duty, protecting that right is an election official's civic decision. This is our job. This is our career choice. The director of Mecklenburg County Board of Elections, Michael Dickerson, says right after an election is over, the work begins to get ready for the next one. Uh, we're doing the training. My staff is doing the training. Preparation for early voting and Super Tuesday has already been underway in Mecklenburg County. Melissa DuPont, who has been an election official since 2008, says it's required by law and helps every person who gets assigned to a polling location. But we want each of the poll election officials to feel confident in what they're doing, that they have the proper skill set, knowledge set. For Mecklenburg County, preparing for an election is not just about the what, but also the why. Our business is in the business of getting people to vote. It's part of the job to make sure everyone who shows up to the polls feels confident too. And I want to be there to serve, to help them have a good and friendly, safe place to come and make their choices for who they want to run in these offices. Polls open today and you can participate in early voting until Saturday, March 2nd. Primary election day is on Tuesday, March 5th. And of course, just make sure that you have your voter registration up to date so that you vote at the correct location and bring your photo ID. Live in Cornelius, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Important reminders there. Destiny, thank you. I'll turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush, Charlotte Crime Stoppers are offering a $5,000 reward for information about a homicide in Southwest Charlotte. CMPD says Michael Burroughs died in a shooting. Burroughs was found near Camden Creek Lane Tuesday afternoon. If you know anything, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers. Your identity will remain anonymous. Local housing advocates Action NC calling on local, state, national leaders to crack down on corporate landlords. Right now, six companies own more than 13,000 single-family homes in Mecklenburg County. Now the group wants federal and local leaders to invest more money into creating and preserving affordable housing. Action NC has a petition for people to sign to tackle this problem. You can find it on the WCNC mobile app. 
I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. A top Republican is sounding the alarm about a serious national security threat. Sources say it's in regard to a space-related capability from the Russian military. But other lawmakers say there is no reason to be alarmed. The Biden administration says it's working to keep Americans safe. The Monroe City Council unanimously approving raises for their entire police department. Officers will earn an extra $3 an hour. Other department employees will get an extra $150 an hour. There's also a $1,500 bonus for officers who earn their intermediate or advanced law enforcement certificate. Charlotte's Animal Shelter says it's up against another deadline to save lives. CMPD Animal Care and Control says it's starting to part three of its ongoing kennel renovations this weekend. It needs to clear nearly 50 kennels by Friday. They're asking the public for help adopting or fostering a dog or at least spreading the word about the need. And that is it for your morning rush. I'm now to connect the dots. When we make the news, makes sense. Ask anybody currently job hunting, it's not been an easy market to secure employment recently, but it may be because they are looking in the wrong place. In recent months, there's been a big shift in where folks are looking for a job. Let's connect the dots. Government jobs are trending. According to Google Trends, those searches have reached the highest levels in five years. And while it might not be a dream role, it does offer some big benefits. Hiring platform Handshake says a growing number of people are looking for stability. In fact, nearly 77% of college seniors say stability is their number one priority when job searching. And government jobs offer just that. Another perk, good benefits. Things like pensions, tuition assistance, and student loan forgiveness have more and more people going the government route. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, this morning we're learning one person is dead after being hit by a car when they were crossing the road. It happened on Beatty's Ford Road late Tuesday night. Police say the victim was not in a crosswalk when they were hit. They also say they don't think speed or impairment were a factor in the crash. Number two, a Morganton woman is behind bars this morning after she's being accused of trafficking meth. Narcotics agents say they found more than 200 grams of meth, a handgun and thousands in cash at Jesse Schwartz home. Deputies say the drugs have a street value of $32,000. Swartz is now in the Caldwell Detention Center on a quarter million dollar bond. And number three, the Avery County Sheriff's Office is warning folks about a new scam. They say someone is calling people saying they're with Duke Energy and claiming they will turn off power if they don't pay. Sheriff says if you get a call like this, you should hang up and report it because it is a scam. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. A North Carolina 13-year-old is in custody this morning after deputies say the teen led them on a high-speed chase. The Bladen County Sheriff's Office says it started with a report of a stolen car. Deputies say the teen was driving at 100 miles an hour before the chase finally came to an end in Raleigh. This morning, we've learned Clemson defensive tackle DeMonte Capehart was arrested February 6th. Online records show he was charged with unlawful possession of a firearm on university property. He has since posted bond. Durham Public Schools interim superintendent says the district may need to ask the county for money to fix ongoing pay issues. The dispute started when employees got a raise last year, but the raises were, quote, unsustainable. That led to staff members calling out and schools being closed for days at a time. And that's what's happening 
across the Carolinas. Research from the American Cancer Society shows more cases of lung cancer are being reported among younger women, reversing historical patterns. WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg gets the facts in this morning's Verify. It might sound concerning more cases of lung cancer being diagnosed in women who are middle aged or younger, but doctors say there is some good news. Lung cancer cases overall are actually declining. Let's get the facts. Our sources are the American Cancer Society, Dr. Humberto Choi with a Cleveland clinic and cardiologist Dr. Pyle Coley. Dr. Coley says modern medicine has made tremendous strides when it comes to lung cancer diagnosis and treatment, but still that gender gap where we're doing better in men than we are in women with respect to treatment. While doctors don't know why this is, Coley says it's possible men now have fewer occupational exposures like asbestos than they did in the 1970s and 80s. So maybe we're just doing better in terms of protecting our men and not worse in terms of exposing our women. Dr. Coley and Dr. Choi both agree the biggest risk factor for developing lung cancer is smoking. So the most important thing to, to prevent uh, lung cancer among uh, uh, everyone is really uh, to, to never smoke or to, to quit as soon as possible. And while it might seem intimidating, doctors say anyone eligible for a yearly lung cancer screening should get one. We know that if we find cancer early, if it's a solid cancer, it's curable. And on the other hand, if we find it too late, it can certainly be devastating. According to the American Cancer Society, current guidelines recommend screening for people 50 to 80 years old who smoke or formerly smoked and have smoked at least a pack a day for 20 years. With your Verify Fact Check, I'm Megan Bragg. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at WCNC.com. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.